Hey, this is Monty Nero, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we are celebrating Raven, the Raven, 175 years ago, Edgar Allan Poe published the classic poem, and people have been talking about it since. You know, whether it's making questionable movies with John Cusack or other things, uh, ravens are everywhere. And comics are no different. Now, there's been a lot of allusions to Edgar Allan Poe and a lot of everything, but really, if we're talking ravens, I'm going to talk about Raven from DC Comics. She's probably more iconic now than she's ever been thanks to Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go, the animated shows, and she's always been kind of a titan, uh, but that that's not all. Like, we're going to look at her a little bit more. So she first debuted in DC Comics Presents number 26, cover date October 1980, created by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, uh, the two icons of comic history, especially... Early 80s, mid-80s, those guys were unstoppable. Even today, they're unstoppable. They do amazing, amazing stuff. So, it's really cool. She's a half-demon, half-human hybrid. And they call her uh, a Cambion. And Cambion's actually a historical term. It's not just from comics. Like, it's been around for a long time. Having to do with, you know, whether it be demons or succubus or incubus not the band, mating with humans and everything like that. Uh, people consider Merlin a lot of times as listed as one. Hellboy is also one. So, you know, she's in, she's in good company there. But with that, that gives her an interesting set of powers and even more interesting depending who's writing her. She's, a, she's an empath, so that means she can feel what others are feeling. And... Sometimes she can use it to make people fall in love with her. Sometimes she can make people happy. Uh, even sometimes she can heal people by absorbing the pain that they feel from that wound. And with that, that makes that person heal faster. Uh, the science on that one's a little iffy, but, you know, that's that's what she can do. She also has, like, an astral projection of herself that, in comics, is usually a bird. Uh, in Teen Titans Go and stuff, and Teen Titans, we saw different blobs and ghosts and creatures. But even then, usually it's a bird, a raven and stuff. And that's her her soul self. Which, her soul self has gone on just as many adventures as Raven herself has gone on. But her soul self can uh, travel long distances, talk to people telepathically. It can be a shield for Raven. Uh, so, so many different things and it lets her teleport uh it's a weird dynamic it's kind of a symbiotic relationship like an eddie brock venom thing but more part of her so almost like a split personality thing um it like legion so i don't know i'm using a lot of marvel references here and we'll get to a big one in a minute but it's it's how how she works and Throughout her whole history, 
she keeps getting kind of de facto reset back to, oh, Trigon's taking her over, or oh, her soul self is corrupted, or her normal self is corrupted, so her soul self has to go live into somebody else. And her soul self is like living in Starfire, and just been all over and just kind of wandered the earth. You know, it's definitely a very interesting way to use the character. And, uh, and maybe that's why, you know, all through the years, she's hadn't really been a, a main character. She never got that call up to the big leagues like Cyborg or, you know, Beast Boy was on Doom Patrol and got to uh, do things like that. And Robin, I mean, Dick Grayson became Nightwing, uh, Tim Drake, Red Robin, Dick Grayson even became Batman for a while. So, you know, uh, Jason Todd is the Red Hood. I mean, Jason Todd was never really part of the Teen Titans, but Robin. And she's always really just been kind of connected to the Titans. She never kind of broke out on her own. And I think that's sad because I think there's some potential uh, in this character. I mean, she's really only ever had three miniseries, which for a character that's been around for 40 years, that's not a lot in DC Comics. Uh, you know, it's like 22 issues, 21 issues she's been around. So that is insane to me uh again and i think it's because people keep going to that and seeing her as this character who has daddy issues uh but even then they kind of skirt around that and try and do things and after uh new 52 and stuff or after rebirth she was kind of evil and kind of working for her dad but maybe not maybe she was still good and then she always kind of wants to go back to high school. I, that's the thing. She doesn't... I don't know if people just don't get a long enough run on the character. But, um... I, I don't know. One thing when I was reading about her history and all of her stories and things, I noticed a strange similarity to a character that we just talked about uh, recently on the show, and that's the Scarlet Witch. You know, we talked about how Scarlet Witch... Oh, if we need somebody to go crazy and try and take over the world because of their powers, here's Scarlet Witch. Raven's the same way. But I think you've seen more growth out of Scarlet Witch, you know, with her development, in, not only as an Avenger, but as uh, in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and everything, that she's got to do more. And if they would bump Raven up... Uh, but that's another problem. This is a problem... Okay, we're, we're getting off topic here, but this is a soapbox I have about the Teen Titans, uh, specific, well, just the group dynamic, but specifically Starfire and Raven. So, we have the Teen Titans, right? And always Cyborg is kind of a member of them, but Cyborg's also old enough to be in the Justice League. Okay, that, you know, that tracks, they've been around since the 80s. But then you have, like, Starfire and Raven, who, no, they're usually played up as kids. Like I said, Raven always wants to be in high school. But then you you see the clothes they wear and the way they're drawn, and then some of the predicaments they get into are very adult situations. And so, I don't know, I think there's a... So, I don't know, it, it just baffles me, because I, I don't have a daughter, but if... I had a 16-year-old daughter. Even if I had a friend that had a 16-year-old daughter, if I knew any 16-year-old girls, I wouldn't let them dress the way Raven did. I'd be like, hey, no. Ah. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm just 
overbearing or whatever. Uh, but, you know, they, they do put them in, in interesting portrayals and stuff. And so it's like some of the Titan, the teen Titans are teenagers and some of them are grownups. But then the next story, Starfire, you know, is ruling her home planet and hooking up with Animal Man. Uh, that's in 52, the weekly series. Or she didn't actually hook up with him, but yeah. Uh, you know, and so it's, I don't know. I, I probably have a bigger problem with it with Starfire because... Yeah, but like in the Titans series, let's talk about the Titans TV show. They do a good job. Starfire is an adult and she does her thing. Raven is a confused teenager and trying to figure out life and her powers and stuff. And I really like that iteration of her. Again, I think it, not to use Scarlet Witch, but you know, it gives her that kind of X-Men mutant vibe of who am I? What are these powers? What do I do with them? And... Uh, that's the story that they've been telling, though, for 40 years, um, or always coming back to, and so I don't, I don't know, I think Raven could do some cool stuff, um, she's a cool character, you know, you look at some of the, the storylines she's had with Brother Blood and the Titans Hunt story, she even did a cool little arc with Booster Gold in his title, and you know, where they're traveling through time, chasing the Black Beetle, um, the Titans Tomorrow stuff was was really good that she did. I mean, there's been times that she really shines, but unfortunately, it's not in mainstream continuity and everything, so I, I don't know. I don't know... Well, I mean, I do know what I would probably do to fix Raven, but I'll, I'll save that. Uh, it She's a cool character with cool powers and cool abilities, and that means she has a potential for cool stories that we just we just need to see, and... I know recently DC released a, a YA graphic novel about her. I haven't read it yet, but it looks really cool. They're kind of doing all the Teen Titans in it. Uh, Beast Boy just had one come out as well. So, I don't know. May maybe that's where she's going to shine. But let me know. What do you think? Are you a fan of Raven? I mean, everybody, I mean, if you are, you know, all about the Azuras, Metreon, Zentos, and stuff. That's We say that around my house a lot because we watch a lot of Teen Titans go. A lot. Ugh. But, anyway... She's a, she's a cool character, I think so. Let me know if you do. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Yeah.